0: Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice, along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine, because we are starting. Hey there, welcome back to the Live Free Podcast. I hope you are having an awesome day so far. And I'm excited you're choosing to spend a little bit of it with me. Anyways, today I wanted to talk about freelancing as a long-term career, specifically the longevity of it. This is something that I've seen come up. I've had people messaging me and emailing me and asking me about the like long term trends and sustainability of freelancing and it actually came up in my student facebook group the other day someone asked was just like hey guys those of you that have been doing this and are established like what are your long term goals like what does this look like for you in 10 years or more and her husband was like kind of brought it up specifically because he was wondering about the stability of freelancing and also the retirement of other jobs. So I wanted to do an episode to just touch on that because if you are freelancing and maybe you are having some of those thoughts like, okay, this is great, but how long is this going to last? Like, Is this forever? Or maybe you're on the fence about getting started freelancing and taking the leap because you're concerned about, is this just a fad? Is this just a trend? So I wanted to do an episode and chat about it. So let's dive in. So yes, you can sustain a freelance career for the long haul and not even just sustain it and maintain. The growth potential with freelancing does not compare to anything else out there. And freelancing is not a temporary fix. It's not a fad. It's also not new. The term has been around actually, like in preparing for this episode, I just started doing some research and freelancing is not new. It has been around since the middle ages. It was used to describe the soldiers who would offer their services to the king who paid them the most. So the term has been around for a while. In modern times, like when I was doing my quick research on it, Freelancing was popular in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. And then it became more popular in the 90s, too. Kind of each year it's grown. So in more modern times, it was used to describe freelancers, independent contractors who would offer their services for local businesses. And now in the digital age, the digital space that we're in, we are not tied to just working with people in our local community. And the rise of the internet has drastically, drastically increased the demand, the need, and the opportunity for freelancers. The internet has sparked all sorts of new different types of businesses. It's opened up so much more opportunities to learn through online courses, through podcasts, through blogs, to learn about different skill sets and services that you can offer and it's just really increased the opportunity. So freelancing is not new. It's also not a fad and or going away. As long as there are businesses operating, there will be a need for freelancers. And the demand for freelancers right now is quite high. Someone commented recently on one of my reels and was like, well, isn't it hard to find freelance opportunities? Isn't the market so saturated? And it's not. It really, truly is not saturated. There are so many businesses who need the support of freelancers. Now, just to give you an example to show you, I mean, if you got in your car And drove to like the nearest strip mall, depending on where you live, maybe that's a two minute drive or a five minute or a 30 minute if you're out in the country. But if you got in your car and drove out and parked and found the nearest strip mall, in that strip mall is a variety of businesses. Chances are those businesses need the same basic things. They need marketing help. They need bookkeeping help. They need admin help. They need copywriting help. They need web help. They need tech support to run their business. There's so many things that those businesses need help with that they either don't know how to do or don't have the time to do it or the desire to even learn how to do it. For themselves. So instead of just staying stagnant, tons and tons of those businesses are hiring freelancers to help them. Now, you don't have to get in your car and go knocking on local businesses doors for clients, but that's just one example. Because if you landed on that strip market, there's what, maybe 10, 15 businesses in that strip market. And then you got back in your car and you drove a little bit further down the road, there's another strip market and then another and then another and then another. You don't need probably more than five clients at most to reach your income goals as a freelancer. So you don't need all of those businesses. You just need five clients. And again, you don't have to go knocking on local businesses doors to land clients. I just wanted to show you an example that there is a need, there is a demand out there. But to that, local businesses are a really, really big opportunity right now for freelancers to find clients and connect with clients. There is a lack of people wanting to go in and work full-time in office. And there's a lot of businesses that are trying to fill positions but can't fill them for whatever reason. If I'm going to assume most of it is people don't want to come in office for work. And a lot of places are still think that that's required and that's needed. They're also probably the salary isn't matching what they want. Maybe because that business owner doesn't have a a bigger budget to hire someone to draw in the best talent. And the truth is though, if they don't have that big budget, they probably also don't really have the capacity to keep someone busy full-time. So a better option for some of those businesses would be hiring a freelancer. If we're just talking marketing is really easy to give an example for this a marketing employee, let's say on average is about $50,000 yearly, and that's probably low for the employer to pay that they're going to be spending more like 60 to $70,000 because of benefits and taxes and other things like that. Now, if that business owner doesn't have that big budget and or the capacity, there's still marketing and work that needs to be done. And that business owner can either take that on themselves or not do it. Neither of those options are good what's the better option? Hiring a freelancer. The business could hire a freelance marketer on a retainer, $2,000, $3,000 a year. Even on the higher end of that, $3,000 times 12, it's $36,000. So hiring someone for a $3,000 a month retainer and $36,000 a year versus spending 60 to 70,000 and you don't even have the capacity for that and it's over your budget. What's the better option there? Finding someone, a freelancer that can meet you where you're at, whatever that is. And there are so many small businesses, both local brick and mortar traditional type businesses, online businesses, e-commerce businesses, so many businesses out there who don't have the budget or need for someone full-time but they still need help. Now, the other thing I wanted to bring up for this conversation is that with freelancing, like in traditional, your typical jobs, there is growth potential and opportunities for raises and promotions. But when you look and compare that to the freelance space, it's so much smaller. Like Industry raise isn't 5% considered a good raise. So if someone's making $75,000 a year, if I'm doing my math right, that's a $3,700 raise for the full year. If someone's making $75,000 a year and they get a 5% raise, which is considered good. When I was teaching, we were lucky to get one (laughs) percent, a 1% raise. So $3,700, you're making $75,000 a year. $3,700 divided by 12, that's an extra $300 a month. <laughs> a month. What can you do with an extra $300 a month? I mean, by the time taxes are taken out, you can go on a date night. <laughs> Congratulations. With freelancing, the growth potential year over year is astronomical. I started out charging $25 an hour, very very on the low end. Not even no, not 25, sorry. I started out charging $20 an hour with my very first client back in 2016. Within a few months, I had Increased my hourly rate to 30. With a few more months, I increased it to 50. And then at the time where I transitioned into online courses and helping other women get started, my hourly rate, I was in the process of kind of moving it to more of like a 75 on up rate and and basing my packages off that. That's triple. If I stuck with $20 an hour for the first year, I didn't even have to wait a year to get myself a raise, though. Guys, like it was. Within three months and then another three months. This episode isn't on raising rates. Maybe that's a full nother topic. You're not raising your rates on current clients every three months, but it would be new clients, new business. And with that, the sky is the limit with freelancing. There is no ceiling. You could continue and specialize and become super specialized in an expert in one specific task and/or project or skill set and really become. The expert and sought after for that service. And as long as there's a demand, there's no cap on what you can charge for your services. The other option there is to keep growing if if you want to, is to have an agency, hire people under you, subcontract out, or depending on how big you want to grow. I'm talking like million dollars, billion dollars. There is no limit when we're talking about taking your service your one person done for you service freelance business into a seven-figure, eight-figure agency. There's no limit there. So you can grow into an agency if you wanted. You could grow and start offering digital products or courses down the road. There's just no limit. And again, as long as there are businesses, there's going to be a need and a demand for freelancers. It is not a fad it is not a trend. It is not going to be something new next year, in three years, and five years. Freelancing is here as long as there are businesses forever. So, a few tips to take advantage of that and be successful long term, down the road, longevity for this to be your last career move. Here's some tips for you. Number one, make sure that you are investing in your retirement. Just because you are a self employed business owner, does not mean you can't contribute to retirement. You can get something that is called a SEP IRA. You can meet with a financial planner and look at options and get that set up. It's something that you would contribute to. on. You can do it on a yearly basis, on a monthly basis, and just set that up and contribute to your retirement. My husband and I, we worked with a financial planner here locally to get that set up and established. So you can still contribute to your retirement. Don't let the, oh, but what about retirement hold you back? No, you can still do it. And if you're a freelancer and you're established and you haven't started looking into that, I would do that for the end of this year and or making that a priority in January for 2024. Now, two other tips for freelancing and making this your sustainable long-term career is to number one, be adaptable. Things are going to change. Technology is changing. What businesses are looking for and needing help with is changing. For example, some like newer services that weren't around in the 2000s, early 2000s era. Pinterest management. Pinterest came around when I was in college in 2010 ish, around there, 2012. I remember sitting on Pinterest in my college classes, planning my dream wedding, which I wasn't even engaged or dating anyone at the time, but I was planning that wedding. (laughs) Pinterest, that wasn't a thing that was around prior to. But it's now a thing. It's now something that businesses use and need and need help with. The service that you offer might change. The technology and how you do your work might change. But there are always going to be businesses who need help of some sort. So be adaptable. Things will change. And so, with that, my third tip is to focus on learning and staying up to date on trends. The best thing to invest in is your knowledge, is your skill set. There. Like I'm thinking right now something new that personally I'm really interested in and actually did just invest in is learning how to better utilize chatbots. Right now, people, consumers, customers are wanting faster responses, and they're wanting to have a conversation with businesses, with brands. And a lot of times people ask the same questions. And so businesses repeat themselves. Well, with a chat bot, you can create that personalized conversation to still talk with people, answer their questions in real time when it's convenient for them, but it doesn't have to be you doing it. So previously that work of responding to would probably have been done by a customer service virtual assistant. Well, now businesses are, instead of having someone on their team Respond to anyone and everyone individually. They are automating the first half of that conversation with a chatbot, and you know there's still going to be need for human interaction in that. And so, I'm not saying that to say oh, VAs are going away. That's not true, and that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is the work is changing, and so what that has created is learning chatbots instead of you know charging thirty dollars an hour to do engagement and email inbox management and Instagram DM management, you could see the trend of what's happening of, oh, businesses are hiring people to implement these chatbots for them. Why don't I go learn chatbots? I mean, setting up chatbot funnels, a couple thousand dollar project right there. If not higher, I paid $6,000 to learn how to set them up for my own business. That's not the done for you hiring someone to come in and just do it for me. So that's one trend, one change. If you are freelancing or wanting to get started, make sure you focus on staying up to date with trends and always looking to increase your knowledge. And increasing your knowledge doesn't always have to come from paid sources. There's free resources out there where you can learn too. Podcasts, blogs, YouTube. There's so many different options out there. So, if you want freelancing to be long term, set up a retirement account. Be adaptable, focus on learning. The best thing to invest in is always going to be your knowledge. The more you learn, the more you increase your skill set, the more value you can bring to businesses, the more you can charge. All right, guys. Just remember the sky is the limit and you are in control with freelancing. If you are excited to get started, if this was maybe kind of the one thing holding you back from taking the leap to getting started and enrolling in the Live Free Academy, come join us. So just to give you a refresher, the most hands-on way that I can help you build your freelance business, get started, land clients... Quit Your Job is through the Live Free Academy and LFA will walk you through the exact steps to build your business and land clients. There's templates and tools to help you implement every step of the process. Plus it comes with my trifecta of support, weekly coaching calls with me, monthly challenges to help you land clients, student community to connect with other women, building their businesses and those who've already built their business. There's also job leads included, skills training in the top freelance services, as well as monthly guest experts. And if you're committed to making it happen in the next 90 days, make sure you enroll, go through the course content, get your business established. This takes about 15 hours total going through the course and then sign up for our next Land Your First Client Challenge. We have one starting off the first Monday of every single month. And so go through the course, participate in our challenge. Students that are 75% consistent in the challenges on average land anywhere from one to three plus clients in the first 30 days of putting themselves out there. So once you land your first client, you repeat what worked, do the next challenge and be on pace to quit your job within 90 days or shortly after. Okay. If you're ready to check out the program, you can find the link in the description or go to go.micaelaquinn.com forward slash academy. If you have any questions, want to chat through the program and how I can help you, just send me an email, hello.micaelaquinn.com or reach out on Instagram. I'm at quin on the gram. All right. I'll see you next week. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me. At Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.